Welcome to Slash Fun Sports. This is Matt and uh, BK, as always, for the Lunch Break Podcast. And we're going to break down tonight's slate. It should be a really fun one. Uh, lots of value, lots of studs. Um, it'll be interesting to see how most people go tonight. So some pretty good games, some high game totals. Let's jump right into it. BK, what sticks out to you the most? I'm going to be honest. I haven't had much chance to track news in the last couple hours. Um, what sticks out to me is uh, we get we have a couple of great, great matchups tonight. Um, I'm looking at Indiana-Sacramento 241. Washington-Milwaukee at 242. Even Portland-Cavs, you know, we're over two, 232 there. Memphis-Minnesota 236, so – some high totals, man, and could be some good value, especially in Sacramento. Yeah, I agree. I think that Sacramento-Indiana game should be pretty high scoring. I mean, Indiana has scored 159 points in the last game and consistently has been having no defense. And especially if, if Malcolm Brogdon's out, you can almost chalk it in to be a super high scoring game. So um, at the point guard position, I think we should just start at the top. My favorite uh, spend-up has just been going crazy, and it's uh, the obligatory Russell Westbrook. You know, if you don't say him on every pie, he'll kill you. And uh, (laughs) so 70 points the last two games. Um, I think this will be the last game that we got him at the 11K price unless he fails tonight. Um, So play him while you can. I'm with you. I've paid him last couple nights just based on construction, and I've – had good scores, but I think I'm going back to rough tonight. Just another fast matchup. And, yeah, what he's doing is ridiculous. And they're they're making that playoff push. So he's going to play, 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 you know, all that he can. Yeah, I think he's, he's, in, he's in line for uh, a huge night. Milwaukee is a team that will be competitive, and I think both teams will, will keep it close. He's going to see Drew Holiday defense is the only – caveat that I will say um, is he's probably the one that has the hardest matchup man-to-man wise but other than that he should be in a smash spot Um, but the rest of this point guard position looks pretty good Uh, I just kind of wanted to to throw out there there is a uh, probability tag under Lillard with a bruised foot which means that might open up a little bit more for uh, other options on Portland but you can definitely play him um, I think monitor the Malcolm Brogdon news closer to lock. Um, but to me, I think the guys that are sitting in, in some pretty good spots are, are John ja Morant. And, um, and I think he's in a really great spot at a really great price. I think holidays at a really great price as well. Um, considering they're playing Washington and like it should be a high pace game. And if you really like Russ, uh, or if you don't want to play Russ, you might as well run it back with some holiday. So, um, that's kind of my thoughts about the, the mid-tier, the upper-tier spend. Uh, who else do you think is viable for um, lineups tonight? Well, quick question about Drew. And I want to get your opinion. So I'm looking at the stand. Milwaukee is in third. A game and a half behind Brooklyn, three behind Philly. But they're four clear of the Knicks. So I feel like Milwaukee is pretty locked in to a two or a three seed. How important do you think home court is to them? Because if the answer is not that important, this is three and four nights for them. 
Could they pull a rest everybody game tonight? I mean, it's possible. I think we we would have to obviously wait a little bit closer to lock in order to fully know that news. Um, and if that's the case, then it just opens up more value for you to go in and, and try and, and, and stack as many of these Sacramento uh, Pacer studs as you can. So uh, it gives you more options if that's the case. Um, I personally think that there's some really good mid-tier options if you're not willing to pay for Russ. Um, and, and obviously I think there's a lot of ways that you could build tonight. There's a lot of different ways that you could go about it, and it's kind of pick and choose uh, your studs tonight. And I think the the two studs that I'm going to roll with more than anything else is Westbrook and John Morant. So um, I'm kind of curious to see who you're prioritizing at the point guard position. Yeah, I mean, those are both great plays, great matchups. I'm going to go down a little further, though. I'm going right back to DeLon Wright. You know, at 5.2. I mean, I don't, I don't expect another 60-burger or near 60 as last night. But, you know, if he gives me 30 points at 5.2, I'm happy. You know, I think that's well within real. I mean, he, he had eight stocks last night. I mean, we can't expect that at all. But no. you take out the eight stocks, give him no stocks, he's at 36 from last night. No, that's that's telling him way off of his price and – He's usually one of those points per minute guys that, that gets a ton of uh, gets a ton of run, and with no Fox and with no Halliburton, there's no reason why he's not playing 36 minutes tonight again. So I'm I'm kind of with you. I mean, if I'm not going to pay up um, and not play, you know, Russell Westbrook, that's the guy that I'm probably going to go with. I, I, I'll be honest, if if the Bucks sit everyone tonight, then I think Russ kind of comes out of play to me. That game will blow out. Russ will probably get 50, and that's it. So um, I like DeLon Wright a whole lot for some salary saving. Plus, you have so many other positions uh, that you're going to want to prioritize tonight um, other than this point guard slot because there's a ton of really great plays uh, elsewhere. But uh, is there any pen-down options at the point guard position that you could see? There's one, and, you know, you're already – you already nixed it on the text, but uh, I'm going to throw it out there. No Dozier, no Jamal Murray, no Monty Morris, no Will Barton. Austin Rivers in there at 3.6. He's already getting, you know, 15, 20 minutes, you know, since they brought him on. And now uh, take Dozier off. And furthermore, I don't think he had a great time in New York this year. So could be a little bit extra motivation you know, for Rivers tonight with some increased run. I know he's not that good at basketball, but give me a guy at 3.6 who can play 25 minutes, you know, with some possible revenge on his mind. I think you can do worse in, in, in the bargain bin than Austin Rivers. Yeah, I agree you on that. Um, there are plays out there um, to go and prioritize. Um, I, I think that – He's not a bad option. I just think that there's so many other pay down spots uh, that you can go and, and, and find some, you know, find some room to work so you can fit in more studs. And, and I want to save those point guard positions. The best kind of plays are at point guard tonight in terms of the yeah. mid tier and that, that can afford you elsewhere. So I don't want to prioritize putting in off river and, and, and lose a spot for like Westbrook or John Morant or, you know, the lawn right, like we're talking about. So 
I, I think the other spend down option, obviously, is Ralph Payton. Um, with all those, like with all the Denver news and everything, I think we're kind of missing on um, on some of the the you know the Knicks are still going to try to be competitive. Um, I know that we've seen more from Derrick Rose uh, than anyone else on the Knicks, but I think Elf is going to eventually get you know more minutes. They got to find someone that they can trust. Um, so I, I think he's the guy that they're going to give minutes towards the end of the season to. Uh, and he's three six, so I would love to take a shot on him, uh, considering he could easily uh, beat that three six price tag by quite a bit in only seventeen minutes. So that's the only other guy that I would say is worthy of a dumpster dive um, at the point guard position. But that's not where I'm I'm prioritizing tonight. Agreed. And, you know, getting out of the bargain for a second before you go on to the shooting guard, got to mention CP3. I mean, he went bonkers last night. Probably some people chasing him. But 8K is reasonable. And we know that Atlanta Atlanta is not good versus the point guard spot. So, you know, unless he dials it back. I mean, they're going for that one seed still out there in Phoenix. So we, I think we're going to still see CP3 put up some minutes tonight. 8K is a good price. And then um, – 5.8K, Rubio's been getting some minutes from Minnesota. They're, they're blowing the tank out there. But he's been playing, you know, 30 minutes a game. And they're scoring some points. And that game's that's a nice pace up as well. Not pace up for them, but a nice fast-paced game. So, Rubio, I mean, look, I'd rather pay 5.2 for Wright. But you want to differentiate, 5.8 for Rubio isn't the worst option either. Yeah, I, I I agree with you on Rubio. Um, I don't know why they're not just kind of calling it in, um, and just trying to you know figure out how to to tank and, and get a better draft pick. It, it doesn't really make sense uh, to me because, um, like I said, it's it's a lot harder to tank nowadays in the NBA. So you might as well try to squeak out some games and, and get some wins and get some playing time with the entire roster all healthy. Um, right. And plus they lose that pick if it goes out of the top three. So with no guarantee that you might as well try to build a culture and win some games because they, the, they may lose the pick regardless if they have the worst record. Yeah. Well, I think it's top three protected. So right. if it's outside of the top three, then they lose the pick. Right. So what I'm saying is that even if they were to lose, if they were to tank hard, they could still not end up. Yeah. And and the way it's looking now, it's like they're they're probably I mean, Orlando's been pretty bad, Minnesota. It's like in the tank race, they're you know, basically the three seed right now. And so that anywhere in the top four seed all have roughly the same odds. So regardless, they're gonna have the same odds whether they win or not. Um, unless you, you see something kind of magical happen with uh, Cleveland or Orlando, uh, you know, or even Detroit, then they, they go on a winning streak towards the end of the season, which I don't see happening. Um, but if one of those teams comes up and, and Minnesota pushes like they have been, then they're going to be outside uh, looking in. They're going to be 9% as opposed to 12.5. So to me, I think Minnesota is probably going to be in the race. Um, but I think that that game is just going to be such a pace up spot that you're just going to want to play people in it. Um, so I like Rubio. I love draw Morant more than anyone else on the point guard position tonight. Um, and I think Russell Westbrook is, is probably the safest play 
um, assuming that they don't sit all those starters uh, for the Bucks. All right, uh, moving on. Let's go to some shooting guard options. I'm really just going to fast forward and, and, and kind of say that I'm not really a big fan of these top four guys. Um, obviously, Donovan Mitchell is out. Um, I'm not a big fan of Sexton tonight, even though he should be getting the same amount of usage. Um, but I, I just kind of wanted to point out that the funny part about it is ever since that report came out about people being frustrated in the locker room about him not passing – He's had seven seven assists, eight assists in the last two games. So maybe Colin Sexton is, is going to pass more and, and be more like Russell Westbrook than he is Colin Sexton, you know. We'll see what ends up happening with him. I think that he is worthy of a low, uh, a low contrarian-type owned play. Um, but that's not where I'm prioritizing. My two shooting guards tonight, and I think I'm going to use it in the majority of lineups, is, is Karis LeVert. Um, and C.J. McCollum. I mean, if you want to go into uh, the theory behind C.J. McCollum, uh, go right ahead. Oh, it's real. It's real. He's uh, he's from Canton, which is about an hour south of Cleveland, and he always plays well in Cleveland. It's. I mean, you can go to the. I don't have the game logs in front of me. I just know from watching the games and being a fan that it, it's real. So, C.J. You know, with a dinged up Dame. Um, going against Sexton defense, most likely. I don't. I think I have a feeling they put a Coro on Dame. That's my guess. I could be wrong, but I mean, if you're putting you have a, your best defender, you know, I'd I, I put him on Dame. So I I like CJ a lot tonight for fifteen hundred bucks less than Dame. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you, especially with the bruised foot. That's probably going to hamper him a little bit. I think CJ is going to have to carry the the bulk of the usage tonight um, against the Cleveland team. That's going to be a little bit faster of a pace, more opportunities to score. Um, should be a good game overall. Um, we'll see what ends up happening between the two. But I think that there's some other interesting kind of play. Um, and uh, one of them being, uh, you know, I think D'Angelo Russell is worthy of some, some look tonight. Um, if we think that game is going to go how that game is going to go, um, he should be in line for a pretty big night, and he's still, he's still his price isn't exceeding to where uh, his value is. So he could easily go into the 40 points, uh, given the he gets the allotment of minutes that he needs. Um, he could easily smash that price. Um, obviously, we want to prioritize people uh, in that sack Indiana game and that Memphis-Minnesota game. I think tonight is going to be important, so Karis LeVert, is, is a must play in my opinion. Um, he's just, his price is still isn't correct uh, for where he's been performing. So if you have the opportunity to go six X with Karis and hope for a 50 point night or even a 60 point night, that might be a good way to go about it. Um, a couple other options. Jordan Clarkson in that range is, is in play, especially with everyone else. He's had to do everything. Um, if you're looking for spend down options, obviously, Okoro is, is in line every night based off of the, the number of minutes he gets and, and his ability to improve throughout this season has been incredible. So I like him. Uh, Terrence Davis, obviously with Sacramento being as hurt as they are, they're going to have to depend on other bodies uh, as well. Terrence Davis should pick up a good amount of minutes. In fact, the last game that they played yesterday, uh, he ended up playing 
uh, 30 minutes. So if he gets 30 minutes tonight, you're going to like him at that 3-8 price tag. Um, is there anyone that I'm missing there? No, you said it all. Um, thing about Okoro, I want to mention um, why I like him too, is that with Garland out, Okoro is playing the shooting guard spot, which I think is more his natural spot than small forward. So I think he's getting more better opportunities there than just, you know, standing in the corner like he'd been doing when he was small forward with, you know, Sexton on the court. So, you know, I think Okoro, I mean, yeah, he shot the lights out last night, but he also had plenty of slashes and drives. So, yeah, it was an outlier game, but I, I think his most likely outcome is somewhere in the middle of, you know, last night's ceiling and the usual 10 to 15 we've gotten accustomed to when they're full squad. I think, I think 25 to 30 FP is very reasonable for recording tonight. I like it at that four. Yeah, that 4K price, you'd, you'd take that all day. Um, mm-hmm. I'm ready to switch to the small forward positions if you are. I'm ready. All right. Uh, I just kind of – I don't feel comfortable about paying for Anthony Edwards at 8K. Jalen Brown is obviously out tonight, um, which means, you know, that's going to open up some Celtic options for you. Um I think Chris Middleton's in play if Giannis doesn't play, but if he is, I don't want to pay 8K for Chris Middleton. Um, it should be a pace up spot and everything. It should be a good, good place to target. Um, but I just kind of want to, to save some salary tonight at the 4K position, or uh, I'm sorry, around the 4K range tonight for small forward. Um, but if I'm going to pick one of the spend up spots, uh, I'm definitely going to play Buddy Heald. He should be in a game that's going to be really high scoring and it's going to be one that he's going to have to produce in order for them to stay close. Um, so I, I really like Buddy Heal tonight. I think he's my favorite small forward option. Am I going to go and play him? Probably not because I'm going to pay down. Um, but if I end up not playing Russ and they, they sit everyone on Milwaukee, I'm definitely going to use that money that I'm saving from Russ. Uh, and go ahead and play Buddy Healed. Yeah, I, I think Buddy's Buddy's definitely in play tonight. Um, I like you know Joe Ingles. We have Point Jingles again. It's six K. You know, a good matchup versus San Antonio. Um, I like Rui. I mean, they, he got priced with five K. Five K still not enough in that matchup. You know, as good as Milwaukee is, I, I've heard this and read this. They're rebounding numbers aren't very strong at all, which, you know, helps Rust and helps Rui as well. So I think yeah. 5K Rui is just fine. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a uh, the downside to playing the kind of offense that they do. They like to run the five out um, where they just have everyone scattered around the, the perimeter, um, which is what they, they consistently do because you have Giannis who can drive and then kick from there. That usually doesn't open up very op- many opportunities for offensive rebounds, um, primarily because they're so fast at getting back on defense. Um, I-, I think the Bucks, uh, in general, don't rebound well, like you were saying, and that should give uh, a lot of increased opportunity for some other uh, areas in Washington as well. I mean, you can kind of – the price on some of these Washington guys is definitely right. Um and it's where you kind of want to prioritize. And I think Rui is, is definitely a great option tonight. I, I want to stress that. I think he's really good. But he is out. 
Um, he will not play tonight at 315, which gives me into my segue point of uh, give me Denny. I think Denny is going to have a pretty big night. Um, and I, if he's already out, uh, that also should open up for Bertans as well. Wait, I'm sorry, Ad, Denny Advia? Yep. He's in. Isn't, is he out? Fractured his ankle. Oh, he's that's a, right. That's right. So who are we going with? The, so now it's like there's a lot of open options at Washington. Are we are we going with Garrison Matthews? You know, where are they going to get, spend these these minutes? Because uh, with Rui being out, that takes away 30 minutes. Where does it get distributed? I guess Davis Bertans is the primary candidate tonight. But other than him, who do you think? I mean, I got to check court. I, I didn't realize that that just came across that Rui's out. I... Yeah, it, it just came across. 3.11 Eastern time. So that means, yeah, 30 minutes ago. Actually, it's more it's Eastern. That's more like, okay, I, I'm off my game there. Um, Man, oh, man, I I, I got to look. I, I, Bird times to me is so shooting dependent that he could I – and mean, he'll get the minutes, but he could ask you to do nothing with them. If, he's, if his shot is off, he'll do nothing with those minutes. Uh, I think Matt, same with Garrison Matthews. So I got to do a – I'll do a court IQ check in a little bit. All right. Sure so, but I th- honestly, Matt, I think that makes Russ an even better play. Yeah, I think I, I, t- I agree with you there. Um, I think that the, it does, and it's also opening up for a tremendous Stars and Scrubs night tonight. So um, it's, it's going to be interesting to know where we go with the Washington Wizards. Um, they may just bench everyone, too, and then this game just ends up you know, have they, a no one. They they can't afford to. Um, they're. I mean, how locked? Let me let me look. I have the standings pulled up. Let me see how locked they are. They're the ten spot right now, and they are. You know what? They're three and a half clear of the Raptors, so they are probably okay. But I I don't think they want to risk it. And there's what seven games left. Three and a half up. I mean, they're in a great spot, but I don't think they're going to risk it. Yeah, we'll see what ends up happening there. We we got to know some more information close to the lock. They also they're only two games back of the eight spot versus versus Charlotte. And we see Charlotte's you know losing guys left and right, so they might want to get to the eight spot. I think the way it works is if you're the seven or the eight seed, all you got to do is win one game. Yeah, and you're playing and then the nine ten have to win two. So being eight versus nine or ten has some advantages. Definitely so. does. So if I've got IQ pulled up, who do we want to take off? We want to take off Rui, and we want to take off um, obviously Bryant. Okay, so I'm taking off Bryant, Rui, and Denny. Let's take a look here. All right, obviously, obviously Russ and Beal are the actually Beal's got a bigger usage rate than Russ. Or less fancy points per minute. Otherwise, nobody really jumps off. I mean, it's a small sample size, of course. You know, the one guy that I think could benefit from this, and we'll get to him at power forward, is Gafford. Gafford's got a 1.37 uh, points per minute, and he's got an 18.9 usage. So, I don't think anybody is small forward really for the Wizards' health, but I think that I think Gafford could be. You know, Bertans is an 18% usage, but he's 0.82 uh, points per minute. 
Yeah, he's very shooting dependent for sure. I think I, I kind of agree with you on Gafford, and he will play a little bit at the center position when they don't have Lennon. Um, but... Let me let me cut. I'm sorry. I had I actually had the DraftKings filter on there. On FanDuel, Gafford's points per minute go up and Bertans go down. Because that's a three-point bonus not accounting for. So Gafford is almost a point and a half per minute for those guys off. So it sounds like we got to play Gafford tonight. Well, that, that kind of brings us – I don't have anyone else. I know you want to kind of talk about um, the Michigan small forward, and I'm not <laughs> going to even try to pronounce his name. Uh, so you can go ahead and talk about the low-tier options at small forward. Ignas Brazdikas, I think is how I've heard it. 4K's first game with Orlando, he got 31 minutes and put up 24 FanDuel points. So, I mean, small four could be a dumpster dive. So that, that could be a spot to look. But I, I mean, especially having Ruby off. I mean, man, that really took someone off that I was looking forward to playing. So, yeah, I, I yeah, Brasdikas, and of course the obligatory Mo Harkless mentioned with all the bodies out there. 3.7K in a great matchup versus the Pacers. Got to mention that. And I'm going to mention one more guy before we go to power forward. Kyle Anderson, 6.2, with Jackson off the court. You know, that he could be an under-the-radar play. Yeah, I feel you on that. I think, I think um, we'd have to see, you know, what ends up happening with the injury report with that one. Um, I'm assuming you're saying Josh, uh, Justin Jackson. Jaron's off. Jaron Jackson is out. Tonight. Oh, Jaron Jackson's off. So, mm-hmm. oh, so Justice Winslow. Could be, could be, could play Winslow. Yeah, could play Winslow. Could play a couple different options there. I kind, I kind of like Justin Winslow's game, but they don't give him minutes. So, um, I mean, to me, I'm, I'm not really sure where I'm going to go with power forward. I want to spend down. I'm just not sure where I'm going to um, yet, but I, I got to do a little bit more research, but right now I'm leaning towards, uh, you know, playing Mo Harkless and, and someone else spend down option. Here you um, have to go down. Yeah. I think uh, power forward has some pretty juicy places to talk about. I mean, we got, Obviously, let's just do the obligatory Giannis might just go off against Washington, um, mm-hmm. assuming that they, they have motivation to play this game and, and want to win. Um, but I think the, the primetime play tonight is Sabonis. He's been the best basketball player uh, over the last two games. I don't know. He just he came up with a different gear that's just been going off with Brogdon out. If Brogdon's in, don't play Sabonis, I think. That that might be a little bit too high of a price for uh, his usage going back down. But they've been having to use him in so many different ways that I'm not necessarily sure that you need to click that button um, at 10K if Brogdon's back. But if he's the, he's the best play at power forward by far. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, he, he goes from he goes from you know 100% like lock play of the day to 90% if if Brogdon's in. I'll I'll, I'll throw the caveat in there. Um, that I love him either way, but you also have, you know, a little bit cheaper Jason Tatum with no Brown, um, and he just put up an 80 point night a couple games ago, and he's been on fire. So that might be an option as well. But he's a little bit harder to justify pricing wise. 
Um, and then obviously I think the other guy that I wanted to touch on is Harrison Barnes is out. Uh, Marvin Bagley against Indiana uh, should be a, a pretty good spot for to play him at, at his price. It's a little bit priced up for him, um, but he's getting minutes and getting production. So we'll see what ends up happening there. Yeah, you've hit on all the stuff that most things I wanted to mention. Um, I'm with you on Sabonis. I, I think Sabonis either way because, I mean, are we presuming that Goga's out again? I haven't seen anything say questionable, but guys haven't played in a few weeks. He's been questionable all these games. So I think basically Sabonis is your center, and we know centers for Sacramento is a thing. So I think Sabonis, even if Brogdon plays, I think Sabonis is a, a real good play. Um, yeah, you hit Tatum. Randall's always in play, but tough matchups, slower pace. Um, here's something interesting I noticed. Now, FanDuel has Portis at 6.3K. That sounds like a price where they're expecting, or at least they think it's a better than 50-50 chance that Giannis sits. Because normally Portis is around the 5K range. So let me ask you, if, if Giannis is out, is 6.3 too much for Portis? Uh, I would have to look at some of the, you know, the other options there. Um, I think we're kind of missing on some of this, this Houston news as well. Um, I think, uh, you know, with Tate is now ruled out um, mm-hmm. due to protocol mm-hmm. and you have Wood that just became a game time decision and doubtful tonight versus Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. There might be more value that's going to come out of that game uh, tonight. So I would look to maybe not playing, you know, a Portis. I don't think you have to if Giannis sits. I mean, 6K, it's like what are you really going to get uh, ceiling-wise? Um, I mean, 40 points is, is nice and everything, but I think that there's some Houston options that could put up some big numbers that are at cheaper price points. So yeah. that's the, the type of area that I'm looking at. Um, I'm looking at Gafford too, um, considering, you know, who's going to play small forward for them. Like is Bonga going to take up 35 minutes? I, <laughs> I, I really don't know what's going to happen with that Washington. Um, but I want to pay attention to those areas uh, as we get closer to lock um, as well. I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm zoning on Kenya Martin, KJ Martin, excuse me, uh, with Tate and Wood, Wood's going to be out. You know, he has no reason to play. Tate's out. Uh, DJ Wilson also out has been getting some run down there. So I don't know what they have left up front besides besides Olenek or Olenek, excuse me. You know, you have Olenek and KJ Martin, and then what? I uh, mean, yeah, that's that's a good point. There's not a whole lot. We get we got to know a little bit closer to to Locke because you know this is also a spot where Philadelphia might say, okay, we're going to rest all these starters. We're going to Rest and be. We're gonna rest him in. Um, I mean, that might happen, and then that opens up a lot of different Philadelphia options. Um, but to answer your question on Houston's perspective, I think it just we didn't touch on it quite a bit. Um, I mean, obviously, there, there's a lot of uh, different factors to put in um, when thinking about this kind of stuff. But uh, if Wall being out and there, he's out indefinitely. Um, they pretty much just said he's done for the season. 
and mm-hmm. you have all these other guys out, including Woods. That just puts Porter in a really good spot um, at the small forward position before we we move, you know, in the center. I just want to touch on Porter for a second. They're going to have to rely on him above anyone else that in this game. And I think we, we missed him on the small forward section because of, you know, the recent breaking news that's happened in, in um, you know, obviously – uh, Tate being out and, and Wood being doubtful, I think that puts Porter in a really good spot. So um, I think he's in play tonight at small forward. I think he might be have to become a priority play um, for you to have a pretty good night. So I, I kind of wanted to throw that out there. Um, anyone else at power forward, I'm not really excited. I think you can play Gaffert. I think you can play Kmart. Uh, I think you can play um, – I think you can play Aaron Gordon. Hopefully he goes off. I think you can play McDaniels and everyone else. I don't think is playable uh, unless you're excited about playing Cardinal sign or any of the other Cavs. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm waiting. When is Aaron Gordon going to, going to go off? I mean, now you've got another body off the floor with Dozier. So it's like, if if not, not, I mean, the Knicks are a tough matchup. Maybe not tonight, but he's got Dozier off for a couple of games at least. I mean, if not now for Aaron Gordon, when's it going to happen in Denver? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. I don't know when it's going to happen for them, but or even if. But um, I think he's, they're going to keep throwing minutes at him. And um, Jokic has just been eating the most out of Aaron Gordon. He doesn't do well having a center on the floor with him um, for whatever reason. So... I think that's that kind of plays a factor into his production, but eventually he's going to pop off. But I'd rather play Gafford there and Gordon tonight. Um, well, but I know one of these games he's just going to go and he's going to have that that breakout Nuggets performance. Um, it's just when you know that's that's the the big question. Well, what if I told you that the Joker's got a Q tag by him right now? If he's out. Um, the Q, the Q tag means a little bit. Um, he's still probable due to right toe soreness. So let's, let's let's talk in the center position because, um, I mean, the Knicks are terrible at centers. So Jokic is obviously in play, especially if he's probable. Um, but Denver's in a position where they're kind of in no man's land. Like they're, they're not going to, you know, push up anymore. Uh, they don't really have much to push up for. You know, they've already clinched a playoff spot. So, you well, know, the, the only thing, unless they drop the last six out of seven games, I think tonight that they're probably going to, the reason why they put the, the tag on Joker is because they're not going to play him um, tonight. I, I, I'm just going to go out there. He's probable, obviously, or they're going to limit his minutes in some way. So I think this also opens up different options for Denver. Uh, maybe I'm just talking myself into Aaron Gordon. Maybe I'm talking myself into playing for full bowl. You know, I, I don't know at this point, but that's one of the things you're going to have to monitor. Yeah, I, I'm looking. Yeah, Denver, they're they're locked. They're not going to be any worse than the four seed. So and I don't think they're scared of Phoenix in the one. And, I mean, same with Utah and that they beat the Clippers last year. So I don't think Denver cares really where they fought, where they end up. Um, I think for them, elephant in the room 
is you've got the, the Mavericks and the Lakers are tied 5-6. So they may want they may want to hold in the four spot because you know LeBron's down for two more games. I think they want Dallas more than the Lakers in the first round. Yeah, so I, I don't think, think I don't think it's gonna you know they're so far ahead that the Clippers might push up um, above the Jazz, mm. but it's just between those two. So I guess maybe they're in they need a win tonight. Um, but I mean, they, maybe they want to the push up, uh, and play, you know, the Lakers considering LeBron hasn't met healthy and, and whatnot, but, or maybe they, they sit, maybe that's why, maybe I'm overthinking it, but maybe my original thought process was correct where they put the tag on Joker and that's the reasoning why they can go ahead and say, all right, we can sit him. We didn't, we're going to play, you know, some of these younger guys, um, and go and play Aaron Gordon a whole bunch of minutes. Um, maybe I got that far right, but we'll see. It, it comes down to being later, but um, let's talk about some of these other center options. Um, I know that that's kind of a big thing with Denver. We'll see what ends up happening, but uh, what other center plays are you you thinking about tonight? Well, normally I, I pay up at center, but I'll mention the high guys, but I'm, I'm going down tonight. And I'll get to it in a moment. Um, Embiid, sitting there below 10K. I mean, we got to love that. But they, you know, they could could obliterate Houston, or they could, you know, screw around with them, hang around for a little bit. Who knows? So 9K and 9.6K Embiid, it's not bad. Gobert, 8.4, who just destroyed San Antonio in the same matchup a couple nights ago. Um, I always got to mention Capella. I think he's always under-owned, and 8.2 versus 8 in defense. I'm not scared of that. Um, I know we love Joe Vale. I don't think this, this, I don't think 8K is the right price, even though it's a great matchup versus Cat. I don't think 8K gives us a lot of upside there. Nurk 6.7 is pretty solid versus the Cavs. Holmes 6.6 against, you know, nothing in the Indiana front court, But – my guy tonight, he'll probably be chalk, but I don't care. 5.4, give me the Time Lord. Robert William, Kristen Thompson is gone tonight. He's out. We know that Brown is out, if that matters at all. Probably doesn't. But 5.4, Robert Williams versus what's left of Orlando, I think is going to be my play at center. Yeah, I agree with you on Robert Williams. I, I have no one else. I mean, I think you need to monitor some of the injury report there. If you're going to go dumpster dive, and I think a, a good dumpster dive option is to go and play Derek Favors. Um, I know it sounds weird, um, but they, I, th- I think Utah is in a position where um, they're going to blow out San Antonio. And when they do blow out San Antonio, uh, they're going to put in Favors to get some run. Um, and he might get an uptick in minutes. So I'm playing the blowout if, if I'm going to pay down, down, down at center. Um, and then obviously I think you're going to – I personally think that they're going to sit Joker tonight. Even though he's probable and everything, I don't think they want to win. I don't know. But if he that's the case, then we might get some bull bull in our lives. Um, <laughs> but other than that, maybe some JaVale McGee in our lives. Um but we'll see what ends up happening there for Denver. But 
Uh, yeah, I'm under that core belief. That might be my Kanye gut feeling there. Um, but uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's go into the high lows. You know what, uh, Matt, I'm our... one, one more. I'm one All more. Right. I'm gonna forgot. This kind of dependent on on Philly news. What about Kelly O? At seven point eight, he was just nine k a couple nights ago. He's been killing it for Houston lately, and we know the news. And we know Embiid's us. Embiid's a tough matchup. What if Embiid is out? What if Embiid is in? Does he want to chase Kelly O around three point line? And he's going to play thirty five minutes unless gets foul trouble. Yeah, I just think that the, you know, I don't want to pay seven eight for a, a guy. I know Kelly O is in a good spot and whatnot, but I already have my the studs that I have in mind, and there's no way I'm going to be able to fit, you know, two seven K guys and Marcel Westbrook and it's a bonus in our lineup. It's just not going to happen. Uh, there's no way I'm going to be able to afford, um, you know, playing Porter Kelly O. Levert, CJ, Westbrook, and, and Morant, and Sabonis. That's just that's already too much money off the, the table. So I got to pick and choose. So I think the center position is one of the places that I'm going to spend down. I'd rather play Robert Williams than Cavillio, um, but he should be in a good spot tonight if you're looking for a balanced lineup. Agreed. Yep. So I had to mention it, but yeah, I mean, Williams is just, it's such a great play there. Put in more yeah, studs. definitely. Let's go into it. High lows. Um, I'll, I'll start um, very simply. It's a uh, Russell Sabonis uh, and Giannis for me as the spend up options tonight. Uh, the mid tier. I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to say Levert, uh, CJ McCollum, and Ja Morant uh, as those low mid tier options. Honorable mentions: uh, Porter and honorable mention. Um, I think that you can also have. Uh, Bagley in there as well as an honorable mention, but uh, my low tier spends tonight. Uh, there's not a whole lot that you can go and look right now, but the injury report is going to open up, so these are going to be uh, change. Uh, I think right now my priority low tier spends um, include uh, Jalen McDaniels from Minnesota um, and then Mo Harkless and uh, Daniel Gafford. I like it. I like it. Um, my high is going to be very similar, man. Russ and Sabonis for sure, but uh, I'm going to go Tatum as my other spend-up uh, for the top three high guys. Um, my three guys in the mid, give me DeLon Wright, CJ McCollum, and I guess Robert Williams is in that mid tier at 5.4. Those are my three mids. My, uh, my three dumpster dives. I want Terrence Davis. You know what? Okay, is 5K the cutoff for the for the yeah, 5K. Okay. Terrence Davis, KJ Martin at 4.7. And let's go Aaron Gordon with or without Joker. 4.3 is just too cheap for me. Well, there you have it. Our uh, our best options there tonight. And uh, obviously, the Kanye gut feeling. I'm, I'm having a feeling that yours is going to be Aaron Gordon tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, I do not know. My, my gut, my Kanye gut is, is going to actually be KJ Martin. I mean, he goes off. 
I mean, he's he's waterproof, and I, I I could see an eight nine X out of him tonight. Yeah, I can see that as well. I think my my Kanye gut feeling for tonight is going to be Derek Favors. Um, I think that he should get extra run, and there's no statistical reference. He's he's already playing 17 minutes um, against a San Antonio team that's bad against center. So I think he's he's an interesting play uh, if you're looking for a punt, besides the ones that we mentioned before. Um, and then my other Kanye gut feeling, and I think we're going to just share this as a group, uh, play CJ when he plays at, in Cleveland. So that's our Kanye gut feelings for tonight. Um, credit to Eddie for coming up with that one. And uh, we're going to go use it uh, until we, we run out of time to use it with. Love it. Love it. Let me give a – on the gut top, let me give a one self-brag here. This one came out yesterday after the Jimmy news. I texted you guys. I said that watch my delayed gut feeling. Bam goes triple double last night. I believe he was one assist short of a triple double. So I'm trusting, trusting my gut tonight. Yeah. And we determined that after talking about Bismack Biombo for 10 minutes. So that was pretty, that was pretty good. <laughs> hey, to be, to be fair, we we're on the fence, Bismack or Bam. So these were a half right to the people. That's true. All right. Well, this is BK and uh, MB, and this was Slash Fun Sports, The Lunch Break. Thank you for listening. Good luck, everybody.